Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Wafu FM. It's time! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Christopher and Christopher Show. I'm Christopher with a C. And I'm Christopher with a K. Oh, this will be the last show of this big old bag of dicks. Yeah, <laughs> that is 2020. Big fuck the face that it is. Dumpster fire. Yeah. Mm. And you know, he has us. We could have easily done three times as many shows as we have, but we just haven't. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a good year to do many shows. <laughs> I know, <laughs> sitting in the house watching films and stuff. I know. Yeah, but we'll try and make up for that next year. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, a couple of shows in the same room. If we're not, I don't know, in fucking World War Three nuclear fallout by then, or whatever <laughs> yeah, the fuck's going to happen next year. Like China will invade or something. <laughs> something fucking mental's going to happen. <laughs> I saw a good meme the other day. It was like, in a few years from now, you're going to pick up an old coat, pull a mask out your pocket, and go, man. What a crazy air that was, just before you pick up your machete to go outside to fight the roving cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Gonna, it's going to be like the purge or something, man. That's what yeah, they're going to introduce. Mm. <laughs> Once a year. Because like, America's got to deal with like their election and how that's going to end. We've got mm-hmm. Brexit coming next year. It's just going to, you know... Yeah. All, all mm. the seeds are there for a depressing montage at the start of an apocalyptic movie, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? <gasps> I said watching fucking Doomsday the other day for the first time in years, and I regretted it instantly because I'm like, I want, I want to watch a film that isn't going to remind us of what's going on now. <laughs> the first ten <laughs> minutes was hard. like, you're not COVID. So I'm like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this show we're going to do, well, what we can do is a wrap up of fucking 2020 because there's been like eight films came out this year, obviously. Yeah. Um, some of the big ones though, like that were the big standouts, like that. Um, oh, what's it called? Host? Is it Host? The one that was set on. A Zoom call that was yeah. on Shudder. That was yeah, supposed to be really yeah. good. But I never saw because I don't have Shudder. No, me neither. It's out on Blu-ray next year, though. So yeah. I've heard it's really good. That was like that was like shot in the early stages of the year, like during the first lockdown, I think. So. Yeah, because there's, there's a few things that like snuck out basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna go over them. Uh, some TV stuff like Mandalorian. I've seen Mandalorian finally, so we're gonna talk about that mm-hmm. and just general shit we saw for the first time this year because you know a lot of time to sit around and watch films. Although I haven't seen as many as I thought I would. Mm. You know what I mean? That just yeah, it's surprising, isn't it? When you look back, yeah. I even I like. I think I've pretty much done a list of every single film I've watched for the first time, and it's only like forty. Mm. And you think it's not a lot, really, for yeah. a year's worth of content. And also, like this mm. year's been like like time's been weird. Obviously, like it feels mm. short and long at the same time. And yeah. I went back through my letterbox there, and I'm like, that was this year. <laughs> 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 like I also saw a depressing thing. I think the last film me and you watched together was Three from Hell. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Either we watched something afterwards and I didn't put it on Letterboxd, or that was the last fucking thing we watched in the same room. That's not good. And I'm like, 
this that can't this can't be the start of the apocalypse because we need to fucking write that wrong by watching like cuffs <laughs> or something. I suppose we've watched something over Skype, haven't we? I feel. Oh yeah, yeah. We watched over Skype. Yeah, we did some watch longs, but like as far as like <laughs> sitting down watching a film together, it was fucking three from hell. That's, yeah, that that can't that can't end like that. <laughs> So we've got to watch Tango and Cash our cuffs or something to get the <laughs> yeah, taste out of um, So yeah, also just like other shit we've watched recently as well. So should we yeah. get to that first? Yeah, let's do that, yes. Let's watch some films! So my first one um, was a film we talked about a little bit a couple of months ago because I taught you the synopsis of it and we both agreed it sounded amazing. Devil's Express. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Which has the, uh, the synopsis on IMDb of uh, a tough black martial artist cop fights gang wars and a evil Chinese demon in the subways. And I was like, well, that sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no. no, it's a bit of a hard watch. No, it's just, it's slow. You know, it's just a, it's a low-budget exploitation movie from the 70s, so it's going to be slow. But it does have its moments, and it's quite mm. fun. And also, that synopsis was, it sounded like it was written by the person that produced it, because that martial arts character is not the cop. Uh, that's right. a totally separate character of like an Italian cop and he's like cookie new partner and he's barely in it really the main, the guy's on the poster who has the best name ever Warhawk Tanzania <laughs> who's been in like three films two films right? that was it two yeah. films. that's it two films I'm like wh- with a name like that what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> he should have yeah, an amazing he should be really pr- prolific yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but it was quite funny like I said the, the funniest part was just Brother Theodore being mm. in it for no fucking reason whatsoever. I'm sure he just wandered onto set and they just give him a rules because he wouldn't go away Probably. Yeah. He's, he's in one bit where they find a body in the subway, and that's it. And no, and then at the end, before the main guy goes down the subway, he's just stand run And and Cotton IMDb ad-libbed every line. One of your scene come up, I was like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> so random. Just stand like, there ranting. Because it's not like he's necessarily star power, right? So, he was, he was, he was, he was kind of known at the time. He was known at the time as like yeah. a, a quirky. Because I know there's loads of appearances of him on Letterman in the eighties, where he's like the odd guest he would always have on, and he's literally just like he is in the burbs. <laughs> <laughs> he's not acting in the burbs. Yeah, yeah. It was probably a gimmick, but you know. Uh, what about you, sir? What have you been watching? I've had a bit of a Christmas binge, really. Like, um, I haven't watched one Christmas classic. film this year. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Scrooge. Not even Die Hard. No, not yeah, fucking Die fun. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. And it's not at the minute, so that's, that's the best time to watch it. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's just always good to watch something like that. It's a film that I've like not watched in probably well at least ten years. So yeah, I haven't seen it since uh, I was really young. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a classic. It's it's a funny one because it's like it's become a Christmas movie. I mean, it's partly set at Christmas, but it's not very Christmassy. Or, it's, it's just the really, ending because it's got such yeah. an uplifting ending at Christmas and <laughs> that line about the angel getting its wings and stuff. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like a staple of Christmas now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a fascinating film, and it's it's like crazy that it was made in 1946, mm-hmm. or, or even earlier. It came out in 1946, I know. Mm. Um, but like you know, like James Stewart had just come back from war and stuff, and yeah, it's yeah, like fucked up to think about like an actor just like hanging up his his boots and his helmet and then going making a film. Yeah, uh, it's pretty crazy. It is a bit. Now, I was saying to you the other night, it's, like, it's one of those things, I was saying, it's so just used to, people just think of it as just a Christmas film, but it's just a good film. Like, yeah. It, it is obviously regarded as a classic, but a lot of people just think of it as just a Christmas film, but it's not, it's just a really good film that just happens to be set at Christmas. Not like a, not yeah. like they set out to make a cookie cutter Christmas film or anything. No, no. 
and it's just a film about like the worth of someone's life and mm-hmm. it tackles depression and stuff and, yeah, and which all sorts of you, stuff. You know, you don't see a lot of that in films back then. No. Films no. deal more like suicide and shit. Yeah. So yeah, it's really fascinating. And it's one of them films that's fascinating that it, it was like a flop at the time. Like people thought it was kind of schmaltzy and mm-hmm. it's not what was needed at the time because of post-war and stuff. And yeah. So it, it like it really bombed like critic review wise and stuff. Eventually paid uh, paid its dividends. Mm. Uh, I think it was like something like the seventies or something that it finally started becoming like well thought of. Wasn't that late? Was yeah. it fucking hell? Yeah, like you know, like the onset of more like home home film. And Probably stuff just been and, shown on TV more, I guess. Yeah, back then, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. then, then there was the fucking the colorized version as well. Yeah, which I, I don't know when that came out, but I'm assuming it's probably... 80s, 80s, I think. Yeah. I think it's definitely the, like, if you're going to watch it, you want to watch it in black and white, like, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the, how the technology's moved along now, but, like, I remember yeah, that. I, remember, I mean, Nana had the fucking colourised version. It was always weird to watch, because it just, like, yeah. everything looks blurry and soft. Yeah, well, I watched the Blu-ray version, and, like, it still just doesn't look right. It looks, it looks passable, but it, it just... Yeah, the, the sharpness isn't there and stuff. And it, just, it looks like everyone's just wearing heavy makeup or something. It looks strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're going to watch it, you want to watch it black and white. Like the old uh, the colorized version of like the Living Dead, where all the zombies are like bright green. <laughs> <laughs> just did it with a crayon. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. They just drew straight on the film cells with crayons. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas films, are you seeing the absolute barrage of shitty TV Christmas movies that are on Prime and Netflix at the minute? Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah. So, like, yeah, my dad funny. needs a date for Christmas. Christmas with the prince. You can just make one up and the fucking, they're on there. That Christmas Chronicle. <laughs> yeah, too. <laughs> with a uh, fucking thingamajig. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. How, I mean, dare, how dare you forget Kurt Russell's name? Yeah, no, I think it's, it's the, the effect of that film is having on my brain. Uh, <laughs> was Goldie like, Hawn in the first one? Um, yes, she is, yeah. Oh, okay, I thought that was... Yeah, that was, probably, was that like a secret cameo or something, or she just did the whole thing? Yeah, I've, no, I've got a feeling she's, she's like in it a very small amount or something, yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a while since I saw it, but yeah, maybe she turns up at some point or at the end. I thought yeah. About, yeah, I thought it might have been like a post-credits Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's a random, like, Kurt Russell is Santa. I'm not sure I'll buy that, to be fair. I can, because of the amount of fucking yeah. mad facial hair grows. Well, yeah. I just don't know, he's kind of a sarcastic guy, I guess. So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, Santa, sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, I, I was tempted to watch one of those, but I, just, I couldn't be arsed. I wasn't in the mood for any Christmas movies this year, at all. Well, not even, not even Christmas Vacation. Oh, that's a fucking scandal. That I is. just watched The Burbs twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll count that as a Christmas movie. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. It's uplifting and entertaining. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched so, Cuffs. Yeah. yeah, you did. You watched Cuffs for the yeah. first time in a long time. Some sneaky bugger put it on YouTube. Finally, <laughs> seeing as though it's fucking impossible to buy. <laughs> well, you just can't get it in the UK at all, right? No. I'm pretty sure it's not on any like commercial Blu-ray or DVD or anything. I, I think it did have a DVD, but in like '99. <laughs> Yeah, and it's yeah. just you just do it's like hen's teeth. You can't fucking find it anywhere. Yeah, and the American Blu-ray is just too expensive. Fucking shout yeah. factory Blu-rays and stuff. They're fucking ridiculous. And I don't, I don't even think that's in print anymore either because that was a couple of years mm. ago. But yeah, a lot of fun. It's so it's such a fucking underrated comedy cop film. I think mm. still, yeah. I was worried it wasn't going to live up to how much we love it now, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as it started, I was like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, just all the like 
fourth wall stuff and yeah yeah you've not seen enough of that I miss fucking yeah. fourth wall breaking like the main characters the narrator to the audience and stuff yeah yeah, like Miller, very young Miller Jovovich. And yeah, yeah, it's like a first main role, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. 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 Or like, if, if not first, then second or something. It was, yeah. It was pretty up there, like, yeah. And um, I'm, I'm going to just have to follow that guy's fashion advice and just get a picture of myself on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an iconic bad guy, let's face it. With his, like, toothy, his little toothy smile that he does. Yeah, and he's like... He's, Combat pads tucked into his boots and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but when he's like, i got to ask you something. Where do you buy your clothes? <laughs> <laughs> I said the bit that made us laugh the most, because it was just pure Christian Slater, was where he asked the guy in the gun shop if uh, he shows him a barrette, and he's like, you got anything that holds any more bullets? And he just goes, no. And he just turns to the camera and goes, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's just, that's just Christian Slater. So it's just Christian Slater. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, cuffs. Where's the fucking steelbook box set, Blu-ray, 4K with the soundtrack? Mm. That's all I want. That's all I want. We need, we need to start harassing Arrow, basically. Yeah, uh, you know what? Arrow would probably release it with the like oddities from that period. Not oddities, but like you know the the hang of stuff like the Burbs and like stuff like that and Waterworld. I mean, cuffs. Yeah. Why not cuffs? Yeah, yeah. I could see it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you never know. Eight never discs. Know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the Dawn of the Dead treatment Basically like three but, but, but of the It's movie. £90 for cups yes, <laughs> I, would, I would fucking buy it Every year I put add, add an extra disc on there Because it's annoying us Now it's up to eight discs <laughs> uh, What else there? Um, well, I watched uh, a bit of an older movie recently I, um, I watched To Kill a Mockingbird Certainly did Certainly so I, I was I was press ganged into watching because <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean old films I was like yeah. oh god so I guess old. I'm partly to blame I think I bought Stacey the Blu-ray last Christmas so. <laughs> I'm like everyone talks fast and they're all like over the top and, yeah, quickly, but, quickly do your impression for everyone of how all films <laughs> pre-1950 sound they're all like smashy we're gonna get there what about this guy huh? and stuff and it's just like you're a real smart guy huh? <laughs> why does everyone talk like that um, but to be fair they don't really talk like that no unless you, unless you just think every movie's a Jimmy Cagney movie basically, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah it was, it was good uh, like obviously based on a, a very good book mm-hmm. no uh, never read it, but uh, yeah, like really important. I guess <laughs> more important than ever the, the message that it's like trying to get across and mm. stuff. Yeah, I've never but, seen like, it either. Yeah, it's one of those ones I've always wanted to see, but just never got around to. Yeah. yeah, just mad that like you know, making a film about like black people's rights in the nineteen sixties. Mm. Uh, yeah, sixties that one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. early as well, like sixty two or yeah, something. Yeah, I could yeah. never remember if it's fifties or sixties. That's all. Yeah, uh, but you know, like films back. I mean. Did anybody want to see a film about that in the 60s in America and stuff? Yeah. I'm sure some people did, but... What was yeah. Stacey saying? That, like, James Stewart was supposed to be the main... take the main role, but he thought it was too much of a controversial subject matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I can see yeah. at that time, you know. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I mean, it was just the start of, like, people, black people being allowed on buses and stuff like that in yeah. America and yeah. stuff. Uh, crazy. Yeah, we'll have uh, to check that out. I don't know if it's on anything. Like, maybe it's on mm. Sky. Because Sky have a good classic section, like, on demand. Mm. So it might be on there. But yeah, it's it's an entertaining film and really like nicely paced. Like it doesn't rush things through. It it tells the story from like the kids' perspective pretty much. Mm. Um, yeah, very good. And it's, uh, not, it's not four and a half hours long. No, no, exactly. So you're not like you don't have to be like 
you don't have to like plan your day around it. <laughs> so like, right, well, that's that day sorted. I'm going to watch the fucking the new Star Wars film. Yeah, it's like, oh, when's the new that. Star Wars film? Better book the week off work. <laughs> like I said, I mentioned Doomsday before. It was kind of fun to see again. It's it's mm. it's unfairly shit on that film. I think it's not great. But mm-hmm. it's just, if you, I just don't understand how someone can watch it and go, uh, it's just a rip-off of Escape from New York. It's like, that's the point. <laughs> mm. It's a big, bloody... It's Neil Marshall just going, I like these films, I want to make a film like that, fuck you. That's kind of what it is. So if you just yeah. look at it like that, it's fine. Yeah. I forgot how yeah. fucking awful the fucking action scenes are. Just like, he's trying to make it, like, fast-moving and exciting, but it's like, not one camera shot lasts, like, a second. Oh, and you're just going, oh, just fucking blinking and feeling sick. I imagine seeing it at the cinema would have been awful. Yeah. <laughs> Probably why just it got bad reviews. Seeing it in 3D as well. Yeah. <laughs> it has some nice yeah. moments, though. Yeah, I've got it, uh, I've got it, like, to watch. So You should get, I think I, you'd enjoy it. You, you won't, I don't think, you, you, if you don't love it, there'll be parts of it you'll enjoy. Because, like me, yeah. you like post-apocalyptic shit. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like you said, I think it depends your mindset when you go into the film, like, it, you know, like, people put too much expectations on films, you should just watch it with an open mind and... Yeah, well, that's especially like. the problem now, because of, like, how quick word of mouth travels, thanks to social media, so, mm. you try and keep an open mind, if you're an open-minded person, but you're always going to have a thing about your mind, of, oh, they said it was a bit shit, oh, they, and yeah. you, you know, it's hard now, yeah. yeah. I said, the, only, yeah. the only way you're going to get around that is just to see everything at festivals, or, or, or test screenings. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. In a way, you th- you'd think streaming would fix some of that that problem. Like, you know, like it's it almost it's getting back to like a, a video shop sort of environment where you just mm-hmm. look at pictures of movies and click yeah. on them. Yeah, that's what I do. And watch pretty them. much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Especially with Prime, the amount of random yeah. shit that's on there. Yeah. Yeah. What else, sir? And I watched. Uh, well, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to remember. Did I talk about this on the last show we did, or um, I, I watched Jackie Brown finally. No, I don't think we we'll talked talk about, about that, actually, yeah. We'll I think we talked about it, like, before we did the commentary last... Or maybe it's just on one night when we're having a chat. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll include that here. Yeah, it's a bloody good film. Yeah, it's, it's great, yeah. It took forever to watch it. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, Pam Grey kicking ass and stuff. Yeah, Pam Grey's awesome. Um, it's just a yeah. shame that didn't, like... It did relaunch her career a bit. Like, she was in more films after that, but, like, yeah. not as much as it did, like, someone like Travolta, which is a shame. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, it's because you know, of her skin colour, basically. Nah, it's not that. <laughs> do not think? Nah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, worry I, I, that I, I, America's... I think film. it's just the the whole thing of, like, not enough roles for older women. Yeah, That's always true, been the case. So like, once yeah. you hit a certain age as an actress, it's like, yeah, you get only these roles now, which is a shame, because any age, Pam Grier could kick someone's ass. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. And, like, at the time and stuff, she looks great. And Yeah. I'm yeah. sure she looks great now, to be fair, but uh, certainly at the time, and... Uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Like you don't really know where her character's gonna go. No, you think f- like the first time you see it, you think like is she just gonna fuck everyone over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 I, I knew very little about it. Although on watching it, I was I straight away remembered like, oh yeah, Chris Tucker dies. I remember people being angry that Chris Tucker dies. Yeah, because he appears and then five minutes later he's dead. <laughs> yeah, because I think, wasn't it at the height of, like, Chris Tucker's popularity and stuff? Um, like, well, it was, it was, it was after Friday. It's it between Friday and Rush Hour, so kind of yeah. just on the cusp, yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure, like, it was, remember hearing about people, like, when we were in, like, high school or whenever the fuck. Yeah, because everyone loved Friday back then. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, it'd be like, oh, it's shit, because he dies straight away and I don't, I don't like that. I don't like the film because he dies. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> I think that's a good twist, though, when you first say it. Because you go, oh, it's Chris Tucker. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. 
because uh, obviously it, it doesn't like lead up to it or anything. It just happens. It's quite it, sudden. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a great film. Yeah, it's definitely mm. my favourite Tarantino movie. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to uh, get it properly because obviously I just watched it uh, digitally. Mm. I, I would like to get a Blu-ray. Of it yeah, I don't have any of you. Well, I've got Hateful Eight on Blu-ray, but that was just because like. I, had, I didn't have Blu-ray when I had all the other ones, so mm. I've never got around to upgrading them or anything, so I'll have to get around to get that box set at some point. Oh, yeah. Just keep an eye on it on Amazon. It's a tight box set. That'll probably get quite it, cheap. It goes up and down. Sometimes it's yeah. 12 quid, then it goes up to 30, but it's got like everything up to Kill Bill 2, I think. So yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Yes, what about you? Um, I watched a film, just took a punt on a film I stumbled across on Amazon from... It said... Tw- Amazon have done this fucking annoying thing now where like when they list films, they have everything as 2020. <laughs> And I'm like, I know for a fact that didn't come out in 2020. Yeah. And it was, I saw it and I went, this didn't come out in 2020. It was like 2014, called Greyhawk. And it's not a film I would recommend watching if you want to laugh. <laughs> no. It's not that it's like brutal or anything. It's just like a sad tale about a, um, an ex-soldier who's blind. Mm-hmm. And he's he's getting ready to move. He lives in like a shitty area. Mm-hmm. So he takes his dog out for a walk and he's chucking the ball for it. And then it just doesn't come back. And he's just stuck. Mm-hmm. And a really shitty estate trying to find his dog. It's a good film, though. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. it. It's just a really just good, like, it's a good, good key, sort of. Yeah, it's just a good character drama. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I was like, looking at afterwards, watched it, I'm like, that was really good. And I looked at the reviews on IMDb and said, fuck boring. Classic. Because <laughs> then yeah. someone hit it right on the head, like, saying, like, I think people were expecting it to go down the fucking blind vigilante route, <laughs> but it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's fucking yeah. Zanuichi all of a sudden. I was but just it, about to say Zanuichi. Yeah, somewhere. but it doesn't go down that route at all, which was surprising. It's probably, is there not a trailer out there where the trailer's all like, chugga 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 Probably. Give me back my dog! Yeah. Piano stings. Bing! Like every fucking trailer now. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Because what were you saying recently about, um... Oh, was it, yeah, it was the trailer that George uh, Clooney movie, wasn't it? Yeah. I'd, I've, I've not ended up watching it, but, like, my parents watched it, and they were like, oh, it's a bit boring, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, like, we kind of predicted that, the trailer's all like, jun, 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 yeah. and stuff. Earth is in danger. Like, <laughs> it's like, nah, this seems like it's going to be a slow-paced character Yeah, movie. I could tell that, because, like, they tried to make things look exciting, that you could tell were just like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just add some some heavy drums into it, basically. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but yeah, I would recommend Greyhawk if you're in the mood for like a sort of low key drama. It was good. Yeah. Good what, what did you say it's on? Is it it's on, on Prime? Time? Prime. On Prime. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, one of those yeah. ones that just turns up in the fucking suggested thing. I went, oh, what's that? Mm. What were you saying? Anyone? Yeah. Is, is, is any particular actor, or is it more? No, like, I did. I did. I, when I was looking through the main guy's filmography, I have seen him in stuff, and he was Paul Atreides in the fucking Dune TV series. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, he's a British actor. Well, he's Scottish, I think. Right. And he's really good, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll have to check that Yeah, it's yeah. all worth a watch. Anything else? Um, well, I watched... Uh, not not a recent film, but I, th- I, I I intended on watching the newest Tremors film. Um, but because there's so many of the bastards, I ended up watching uh, Tremors Cold Date in Hell. <laughs> Uh, which I, I inadvertently assumed that was the newest one. And yeah. I was like, oh, no, it's not, is it? Yeah, I the think newest I did one as well. is Shrieker Island. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I watched uh, A Cold Day in Hell, and let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> it is not a good film. Where's the, what's the effects level at now? Is there just no practical at all? Well, that, that one, it, it seemed like it had quite a lot of practical effects, Cold Day in Hell. Oh. It was kind of like, almost like Tremors sort of two level. Oh, yeah. Where it still had like a lot of practical effects, but like 
the ass blasters and stuff were, were like fully CG and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the like tremor and stuff were still you could say they were practical, like. Oh well. So so fair play to that. But maybe it's like that explains the rest of the movie. Like they spent the entire budget on the practical effects. Yeah. And, and they just had no budget for like actors or, <laughs> or script writer. <laughs> like you know you're in trouble when the film starts. And I think it, it maybe establishes it's Antarctica or something. There's like a, a little a subtitle that says Antarctica. Hmm. Blah blah, way station thirty miles south of blah blah, um, but it's fucking clearly apparent they're on like they're on sand. They've just put like a white filter, a white and blue filter <laughs> over everything. Um, they're like out in the middle of the desert in Nevada somewhere or mm-hmm. something. They're, they've blatantly filmed it somewhere like hot and hot and sandy. So when they're running around and stuff, you can just see it's sand. <laughs> it's like oh no, oh, like dear. no. <laughs> So that that was kind of funny, and like everyone kind of looks warm, but it's supposed to be like the Antarctica. <laughs> so, so like, there's a girl running around like a t-shirt, pretty much. And it's like, yeah, she's not in the Antarctic. Um, but yeah, it's like it's got Bert in it, uh, obviously. No, not Bert. Um, fuck up, is it Bert? The gun guy, yeah, the guy yeah, from Bert, Family yeah. Values or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's got him in it, obviously. But I think it does have another returning guy. I've never checked out the IMDb because why would I? Um, but I think it might be the same actor that's in the third one, maybe mm. the the like younger guy. Oh yeah, Aye. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like him back again. But yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just fucking shit. It's like military guys that that are experimenting on on the graboids but it never really goes into it they're just there and it's talked about briefly that they're experimenting but then the, it just redoes what the first movie did like they have to get away from where they are and the tremors are chasing them they get yeah. up high and then they slowly kill each and every tremor their graboid uh, it's just like fucking weird isn't Why it a shame keep making like, those films? Like, I know they keep making them but like what the <laughs> fuck what like when? When the fuck are we going to get to see that pilot with Kevin Bacon? Remember that? Mm, yeah, it just yeah. fucking never came out. Like never, it hasn't yeah. come out on a DVD or just like a special air on TV. Fucking Netflix or Prime or something. Like yeah. they've, they've got one episode there. Fucking release it. Yeah, was it like funded by Sci-Fi Channel or some shit? Like that? Probably. Partly, I think. But I yeah. think they were like, what was it? I can't remember. But I remember like the brief teaser they released looked good. Mm-hmm. Was except yeah, back in the strange. old town and stuff. But uh, we'll see it one day. Okay. Just strange that like that franchise perseveres. I know. That's yeah. crazy, isn't it? Well, if the really? fucking Hellraiser franchise can, then anyone, anyone can, pretty much. <laughs> totally. There's like nine Puppet Master films and stuff. They'll always find a way. Because yeah, yeah, they've always got an audience. Tremors has a fan base, even though, you know, they'll just watch... Yeah. What, it's like Friday the 13th in a way. Whatever fucking shite they release, I'll watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just... I mean, God, I'm, I guess I'm like a key example of that. I just sat and watched it, even though it was yeah. piss poor. I yeah. was like, eh, well, watch it all. Was it, was, was it that one we were, like, we were talking a few weeks ago and we were trying to figure out which one was like which order they came in and we realised how many films have bloodlines as a, t- as a subtitle yeah. fucking yeah, I hell I think that kicked it off yeah, yeah. bloodlines thing because what was there there was Tremors bloodlines Hellraiser bloodlines yeah and what was the one like that's coming out soon that you sent us and we're like what the fuck yeah, was it like a Wonder Woman I think it might be an animated Wonder Woman film called like Bloodlines <laughs> It's like what? That, Why bloodlines? That's now tier three on the uh, 
the bad, the great slash funny subtitles you got on the rocks, <laughs> back in the habit and bloodlines. <laughs> yeah, totally. So you can take your pick when it comes to naming a crappy sequel now. <laughs> hey, you said there might be a sister act three. What the fuck they're going to call that? Mm, they've already used up the best. They can't title. top back in the habit, so <laughs> they'll call it just the sister act. <laughs> um, say something like something like back to black or something. Yeah, that would work. You know, something like that, yeah. like uh, a play on that. But would people say that as a racial slur against Whoopi Goldberg? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was just trying to think of a, like something about her clothes, but then I was like, oh, that could be racist. Just yeah. just call it Sister Act 3, more songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Sister Act 3, cracking soundtrack. Because <laughs> mm. it probably will have. Goldberg's back. Call what, that. WCW Goldberg? <laughs> <laughs> no, the Whoopi kind. <laughs> Uh, my last one, uh, I finally watched Parasite the other night. Because it's, it's, it's been on Prime for months. I keep going, mm. right, I should watch it, I should watch it. I did enjoy it then. I enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's, uh, it's got some twists and stuff. It's really yeah. well put together, like the plot mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's quite an original idea. It just shows not all original ideas are gone, you know what I mean? You can yeah, still get a yeah. good original. And obviously, more, most time it comes out with fucking South Korea. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's more yeah. The fucking, like, the just the great films that come out of there it's insane and like of course it would be like a South Korean film that finally cracks that foreign film thing of winning best picture at the Oscars mm-hmm. like it's fucking fully deserved for all the films they've released over the past 20 years it's insane oh yeah there's some, there's some great entertainment there to, to be had because I think we've talked about like um, like Train to Busan and stuff and yeah I haven't, I haven't seen mm-hmm. that yet. yeah and um, the other one the about, about the Murderer um, oh I Saw the Devil I saw the devil. Yeah. yeah, that's a fucking great film. It's brutal as fuck, but it's a great film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. I, I, I recently went on a just a mad binge of Korean films. Really, like just getting like just shot in the dark type stuff. Just yeah. downloading them and can watch. And nice nine times out of ten, they're really good. <laughs> yeah, there's usually something to be had out of them. Whether like the comedy's on point or mm-hmm. the, the like really well made films, you can see they look like gorgeous. And they're always really and well shot. Like they look immaculate, yeah. don't they? Yeah, yeah. I always have really nice scores as well. Like a, there's always a sp- very specific style of classical music in it yeah. in Korean films. I'm not, yeah. not really sure what it is, but yeah, I liked it. I mean, I, I'm not sure. The ending left is a bit funny. All right, yeah. Not funny. I was just, I thought, like, without, I don't know, it's been, it's been, it's been out long enough, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been out long enough, yeah. Just, like, when they find the guy under the house, mm-hmm. it feels like that should have been introduced slightly earlier or something. Yeah, because there is kind of a humongous bit. And I like that. I like yeah. when that suddenly appears, and you're like, oh, this is where we're going, fuck. It suddenly yeah. takes a turn. But yeah. when, like, he ends up there at the end, I was like, I don't know, it just feels like we hadn't been with that idea long enough for that to be that big of a... Mm. Weird, like not weird, but like a downer ending because it kind of yeah. is. Yeah, it's very like especially downer, when it, like dark when it goes to his fantasy about buying the house, and you're like, that's a bit of a stretch. You're just gonna make loads of money, and then it shows it, and I was like, what? And then it cuts back, yeah. and it's not, it's not happening at all. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> he's just stuck there, he dies basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah really grim. But it's mad that like the main characters are essentially the villains, mm. really, to, to a degree. Like well, they're, they're, kind they're, of because that's what a lot of people have like pointed out that like the parasite. Is the rich family? <laughs> well, exactly. There's, there's different ways of looking at it as yeah, well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just quite strange. Because, like, I was, I had that in my head when I was when I started watching. Then I'm like, yeah, I can see, like, as the film goes on, you're starting because they seem fine at first. They're just mm-hmm. rich people, you know, that are a bit pampered and shit. But as it goes on, you're like, especially at the end when he like has to hold his nose before moving the guy to get his car keys. So I was like, are oh, you twat? <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, it's a really good film. Definitely deserve, mm. even though I put no fucking stock in Oscars and what have you, but 
it did deserve to win. Yeah, yeah definitely. Let's get some recognition finally. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully that opens it all to where, like, you just have best fucking picture. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be in fucking English or whatever. You know? yeah, yeah. Like, because it's not... The Oscars isn't the fucking movie awards. It's the fucking American movie awards, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, why, yeah, why, why is it the premier fucking movie award to get one? It's like, you've got to have made it in Hollywood to be eligible. It's like, there's other fucking yeah. countries, you know, America. Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it, that? Yeah. Hopefully, as well, it puts to bed, like, the stupid, like, American remakes of Korean and Japanese movies. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, they can't remake it now because everyone knows about it. <laughs> yeah, thank fuck. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, if if, if Parasite had happened, like, 10, 15 years ago, you would have just got, like, fucking Brad Pitt and stuff in it. And yeah. yeah. A remake. And, you you know, the the Korean version wouldn't have seen Light of Day unless it was on, like, a Tartan DVD or something. Yep, yep totally. It would have been a Tartan release, definitely. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, the, the ridiculousness of them planning a remake of The Red. And I'm like... Why? <laughs> the the reason that film is the way it is, it's bec- it's because of where it was made and who's in it. Yeah, and like it was so fucking popular with every. It was one of the more popular like <clears throat> Asian films in years. It like really mm-hmm. crossed the, into the mainstream. They're like, yeah, let's remake it with Hollywood acting. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Yeah. And let's face it, they kind of accidentally did that with Dread anyway. So <laughs> yeah, if you want to watch an American version of The Raid, just watch Dread. Yeah, pretty much. It's, yeah. it's kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's all mine pretty much for like the last couple of weeks. Yeah, the, the only sort of brief mentions I was going to say, I, I watched kind of a shape movie called Godmothered on the Disney Channel. Uh, it's a Christmas movie, but it kind of fits into what we're talking about, all these TV movies mm. that get like rushed out. Um trying to think, it's got... Um, oh, fuck, who's it got in it? Um, that redhead... <laughs> Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> you know the redhead. Um, fuck. Hang, hang on. Emma, Emma Stone. Um, Isla Fisher. All oh, right. Isla Fisher. Yeah, it's got her in it, and it's, it's about a, um, like godmothers are kind of like unemployed now because nobody believes in fairies and stuff, and they're they're in a magical kingdom, but no one ever calls for them. Oh. And in the main character, like she like refuses to accept that, so she like. She goes on one last mission to try and be like the last godmother or something, mm. and it's kind of a comedy and stuff. But mm. again, it's just like fucking schmaltz, just <laughs> <laughs> just rubbish. <laughs> poor, poor Isla Fisher. Like, you, need, you need like a shot of insulin after watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It had. It's. I think at one point I went. <laughs> And, like, that was as much emotion it elicited out of us. I think I even commented, I was like, fuck, that film just got a laugh out of me. That's, like, that's that you watching, that's that, but that's you watching, like, Monty Python, so. It's <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> most films. I'm like, oh, you didn't, you, you didn't see it before, it was funny, now it was hilarious, sweet time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah one, one scene made me slightly chortle, so. But, yeah, if you were tempted to watch Godmother, uh, just don't listen to it. I've never heard of it, and I will never watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> Never, Never heard, heard of it. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, we'll take a wee break here. Yes. I need a, a little drink of water. I'm getting a bit parched. Mm. And then we'll come back and talk about the barrage of films that were released this year. The sheer qu- quality and quantity of yes. <laughs> Back in a moment. Yeah. In this house, what you don't know will hurt you. It 
it was to be a getaway dream. It's becoming a runaway nightmare. Do you see anything? Some old steps going down. He has been awaiting the arrival of his new guests. One by one, they are disappearing. One by bloody one. When you move to this house, before you get locked in, read the fine print. Mommy, hurry! You may have just mortgaged your life. Due to the graphic nature of this film, no one under 18 will be admitted. By the cemetery. Welcome yeah, back. One sec. Eh? One sec. What was this you're going to say? Ah. Was it important? No. Right, go on. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 2020, sir, what a year. What a year for the films. Oh. All the films. Um, well, I suppose we should probably mention, like, as... There's many films that good films that came out, like good actors died as well. Which is I was going to say, yeah, we do need to go over um, at some point all the people that did pass away because fuck, <laughs> it's not been a good year. I mean, a lot of them we have talked about, like, um, but the past couple of months, like, who's the been? I've fucking lost track. Yeah, well, obviously, like Sean Connery, bless him. Like, yeah, Aye. finally popped off this mortal coil. Um, I think he was like Kirk Douglas. He, he didn't die. He just decided that's enough. <laughs> yeah, he just didn't want to live anymore. He's just like, oh, I'm fucking sick, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, thing with Jig from Friday, obviously. Oh, what's it called? Um, uh, Tiny Lister. Yeah. Tiny Lister. Yeah, yeah. He's like one of the sort of more recent, like shocking ones. Yeah, and yeah. He's fucking great. He's, he always seemed like a dead nice guy, but like such a great intimidating presence. <laughs> mm. Yeah. My favourite bit is the bit I posted on Facebook where he just says, What's up, Stanley? And just, Fuck you, then, punk! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you! Yeah. yeah. Good delivery, bless him. There's a few more as well, wasn't there, like over the past month or so? Yeah, I'm trying to think, because like, earlier in the year there was like Max von Sydow and stuff. And John Saxon um, as well. And like Ennio Morricone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll probably like we'll get off this show and be like, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. There's probably someone really big that we're forgetting, and we'll kick ourselves about it. <laughs> yeah. Do a separate show. And of course, recently, like with the whole thing with uh, Brody Lee, which was mm-hmm. fucking out of nowhere. And yeah. Like Christ, man, it's ridiculous how. Like forty-one or something. Forty-one. Yeah. yeah. Like, fucking hell. And they haven't said what, just like he had something wrong with his lungs, and it wasn't yeah. a COVID thing, it was just some, mm, some disease problem he had. Mm. Yeah, fuck knows, but the amount, the amount of fucking outpourings and saying he obviously was just a... I mean, no one's going to come out when someone dies and go, he wasn't that nice, but it, yeah, seems, no. it seems so genuine with him, though. Like, everyone's yeah. gutted about it. Like, he seemed like such a fucking nice guy. Yeah, like, WWE, like, mentioning, like, his actual, like, current career and stuff, which is kind of rare for them. Yeah, you know they, yeah. they were saying like 
Blue Cobb are currently known as like Brody Lee and stuff, and it's like, mm-hmm. fuck, that's not yeah. something they would normally do. Yeah, there was a few, I've seen a few videos today of a few uh, tributes to him on Raw last night, like people doing these taunts and moves and stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And like all of t- um, Tomorrow's Dynamite has like been totally changed. It's like a yeah. tribute show and they've got mad tag matches and they have all these like good friends and stuff. So. Yeah, I'll have to check it out, yeah. I'll be interesting, yeah. But uh, yeah, as for the films, I think the first newish film I watched this year was Debt Collectors, like a Scott Atkins. It's a sequel to, it's, it's so confusing, I don't know why they really say it. It's Scott Atkins' film. Mm-hmm. The first one is called The Debt Collector. And they just called this one Debt Collectors. <laughs> in some places it's known <laughs> as Debt... Confusing. I know it's kind of confusing, yeah. In some places it's known as Debt Collectors too, But at the mm. official title it's just Debt Collectors. <laughs> and I, I can barely remember it. I remember, like, I checked before I came out. I was like, there was someone in this that I know Landon will appreciate, Marina Sirtis. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> yeah, it's just like this kind of... Not the bad guy, but just like a villainous sort of dodgy character. Like a yeah. sort of mob, mob hairess type of thing. Like American or is she doing British? No, she's doing American accent. Because yeah. mm. you never know, though. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like one of the main characters' former like love interests and stuff. It's quite mm. funny. Yeah. But yeah, yeah great action good. in it and stuff. I just can't really remember much of it. I remember enjoying it. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There's, there's a quote for the box. Yeah, I remember enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Armstrong. Twenty twenty. <laughs> Uh, what's your first one? Um, I suppose Sonic came out, didn't it this year? Mm, no, I think I think that was late last year. Was it? Because yeah. I can't remember. Like I was just going off my uh, thing, my uh, my uh, letterbox. I don't know. It might have come out in this country. Oh, no, in it, it does not. This is twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, February twenty twenty. Fucking hell. See, this is one of them things where, because uh, I, I have to, I have to say, like, it doesn't feel like it came out this year. No, that's what I mean. It feels like fucking years ago. <laughs> but when I was looking at like letterbox and stuff, I was like, oh, okay, I'll put it on the list. I guess it was just uh, before time stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, literally February. So it's like when the shit hit the van. Yeah, like March. Yeah. Um. So yeah, d- did you get round to seeing the sun? Not yet. No, I do want it. It's on Sky now. I will watch yeah. it, but I just haven't got around to it. Yeah, it's one of them films where, like, you, you could chuck it on and, and, like, you know, chill out, do something, and have it on in the background. It's not a very demanding film. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, if you, like, miss a couple minutes here or there, you're not going to be like, what? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a pretty straightforward film. Um, but I don't think it was as bad as what some people were saying at the time. Well, um, I fair. think it got, like, quite, not mildly positive, but more than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People were like, came out. Some people came out pleasantly surprised, and I thought, yeah, because that second trailer they released made it look like a totally different film. Not just because of the effects they changed, like tone wise, it looked fun. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of them like examples of sometimes like bad feedback can be good for Hollywood, and like you know that they went away and fixed some of the problems with it, and did some reshoots and stuff. And yeah, it's nice to like have a person making a film and then they're not just stubborn like fucking Hollywood bullshit like no this is what, we, it's what we're doing yeah we're not yeah, changing definitely. it yeah because that's like 2020 is like one of them years that's like started this trend of like Hollywood almost self-correcting or, or I, I feel it's gonna be going into 2021 if mm. if it can pull off uh, the thingy cut of Justice League mm-hmm. the, the Snyder cut like if it rakes in money it's gonna be really fascinating the next couple of years for Hollywood the you know, most like, crazy thing about that Snyder cut is it's not like just it wasn't. I was expecting it was just him going back and like putting 
editing the footage he shot, but he's mm-hmm. fucking shot like another fucking hour of film yeah, for like a hundred yeah, million. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, really weird. So yeah, I could see like you know the, this correction stuff, like all the stuff that's the film for Solo and stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, which I don't, I can't see Disney doing it, but I can see a lot of studios like having a second crack at films when they don't like work. Mm-hmm. Almost going like, well, hang on, like you know, before we release it on Blu-ray, can we do like this to it and that to it? And, it's almost like what they should have been doing with remakes all along. Stop remaking good films and go back mm-hmm. in your library and go, what was good but didn't work? Yeah, fix yeah. like a sort of average film. Yeah, basically. yeah, but there's something that had a good idea but just didn't <laughs> it didn't connect with audiences or whatever and just remake yeah. that instead of going, what's a good foreign film? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Sonic, yeah, so you, you enjoyed it then? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought Jim Carrey was just Jim Carrey and mm-hmm. stuff. But, would you uh, would you have absolutely adored it if you were like in like nineteen ninety? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I yeah. think it, it worked. Yeah, it was just Sonic on Earth, and you, you yeah. kind of forget that he's CGI and it. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's like cocksure and stuff and cra- wise cracking and stuff. Yeah, um, it's got um, the dude from X Men and stuff in it. Um, James Marsden. Yeah, Marsden. Yeah, and and he seemed to be having like a good time with it and. You know, just had a laugh with the film, and yeah, we're it doesn't take so I always quite like him. He's good in comedies. Yeah, he, yeah, he like character. brings a real like sort of high energy charisma. Yeah, he does to the yeah. film, uh, and like you know, with him facing off against Jim Carrey and stuff, who again is clearly just having a good time with it and yeah, being goofy and daft. But it kind of works, mm-hmm. to be honest. You know, it's like they, they could have just. I think maybe it's what they were going to do initially was tell a really serious story with Sonic. <laughs> Uh, and then that trailer came out, and they're like, oh, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> like, get Carrie back and, and do, redo all his lines with, <laughs> the, with the fucking weird music choice of "Our oh, Gangsters Paradise." Yeah, that works for Sonic. What the fuck? <laughs> Whose idea was that? Yeah, really weird. Yeah, I mean, just, it, it didn't do terribly, did it? No, I don't think so. I no. think considering the circumstance, considering yep. the circumstances of this year and yeah. the time it came out, I don't think it did badly. So yeah. I wonder if we'll get another one. Yeah, because yeah, cool. they do. Yeah, cause it, they hit the tails, don't they? Yeah, there's like sequel bait at the end. Yeah, yeah, there's full on sequel bait. So, um, like, I mean, spoilers, but not spoilers. He, he, he like he, he fully turns into like Eggman basically at yeah. the end. And stuff. Yeah, that was in the fucking trailer. So, so. No, it was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, because he's kind of not Eggman really in the in the old Doctor Robotnik, depending mm. on what part of the world you're from. Um, yeah, he's kind of just like an evil sort of militaristic general, really, mm. kind of, throughout the whole film, or, or like FBI agent or whatever these characters. So yeah. he doesn't really become the actual character until the end. Yeah, typical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my next one, another one actually that came out like around that time and then was one of the early ones to go straight on demand was Invisible Man. Mm. I watched mm-hmm. that recently. I fucking really yeah. enjoyed it. Really enjoyed yeah, it. That's, that's, that was one of mine, yeah, as well. Um, yeah, it's... I mean, reading back through me like letterbox, I was really like positive about it, and mm-hmm. you know, like some of the like the modernisation of it and stuff. It, it, as, as long as you can get past the fact a guy created an invisible suit, then it, you'll mm-hmm. enjoy it. You know, that's the only thing you've got to get by that he's some genius who just happens to be a bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you get past that, it's totally enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for all we know, I don't think actually say the date. It could be set ten years from now. So. Yeah, it's one of them films that, like, yeah, it doesn't, like, pigeonhole itself no. into, like, oh, to, in, the, in the near future, 2020-something, and you're like, yeah. you know, like, in a couple of years' time, people are going to be like, where's the fucking invisible yeah. suit, then? You could just say, it's somewhere in the, somewhere in the future, yeah. so that works yeah. fine. I mean, like I said, I think, 
I wasn't. I was a bit. The ending was a bit meh, but it was fine. Yeah, because remainders. She kind of like a bit villainous towards the end. Is that no? Is she that just where it goes, she, she, go, she goes there because like she she's like it wasn't just his brother. It was him the whole time. Yeah. So she goes to his house with like a wire on to get him to admit to it, and he won't. Mm-hmm. But we're allowed to believe it was him because it was. It definitely was yeah. him. And yeah. then she like excuses herself, comes back, and the suit slits his throat, and then walks in like she's just found him dead. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then a cop right, friend yeah. sees the suit in her bag, and she walks away like free. Yeah. And I was just a bit like, yeah, it was fine. I got it, but I was like, I don't know. I, but then I was thinking, how do you fucking end it? I think that yeah, it's one yeah. of those things. Yeah, it was uh, not bad. Some of the, like the domestic violence sort of angle as well. Mm-hmm. It totally Rather works. That's like a prime example of like you want to take an old thing and modernize it. That's what you do. Yeah, because, like, you know, they could have just done a damsel in distress, like, swooning and running away and, like, high heel bricks and all that yeah. sort of stuff. But, but you, even just, like, it's not it's not the Invisible Man. It's not a remake of The Invisible Man. It's just a, it's kind of just another film called The Invisible Man, you know what I mean? Because mm. uh, when it first came out, I was like, that's what the trailer, I was like, what, what, do I, I don't get it. Like, that's not The Invisible Man, so why? But I, I totally switched on it once I saw it. I was like, yeah, fuck it. That's how we should do it. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think that was meant to be part of um, the dark universe with the mummy and shit, was it? It was like it came no. after it came after the cancelled all that. Because someone, I think it was like Johnny Depp was going to be the Invisible Man in like their version. So, oh, God, yeah, imagine Thank just God wearing that like, top time. hat and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> speaking like in an Essex accent or something for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> like having like he, he based his character on Jimmy Savile or something. Yeah, you know, some no one, like no, no one told him. <laughs> <laughs> he just like googled famous British celebrities yeah. one day and was like, "Oh, he seems like a bit of a character." Smoking it like, now then, I'm bloody invisible. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Oh, oh my God. Johnny, fuck, no." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I loved the um, the camera work where it's like it's essentially tracking the Invisible Man. It makes you so paranoid. Mm. And like it always watching her and stuff. It's so well done. Like the first yeah. forty five minutes is so great, well done, intense. Yeah, definitely, and like. I liked even like the the practical effects going on. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they just got a guy in a suit. It yep. kind of makes sense for the film. They got a guy in like a you know, green or blue suit or whatever, and then just did the scenes and then CGI'd them out. Yeah, and it works so well. As well. Yeah. Um, so like when like there's a bit when is he sitting on the seat or something? Mm-hmm. And he's standing on the sheet. It was a really good yeah. bit as well. Yeah. yeah, but that was just like just a guy in a suit, and then they just CGI'd him out. They just photoshopped him out or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it totally works. Where once upon a time they would have stupidly tried to like CGI the like sheet or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a bad use of CGI. Yeah, basically. Look at Lucas, you mean? Yeah, C- CGI the whole chair. CGI peaches and that. <laughs> yeah, oh god, that's the so benchmark just, for worst, C- like, yeah. most pointless CGI ever. Just fucking have a bit of peach on a stick and then CGI <laughs> yeah, the, stick the stick out, stick, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't CGI the peach, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only bit I was like, this is a bit daft. Not daft in a way, as well. Like he's battering all the security guards, like he's fucking Bruce Lee, ah, but he's invisible. Stuff, it's, it yeah. felt like a Marvel movie yeah. or something at that point. Yeah, because yeah, and that's one of the trade offs, isn't it? Like you can accept that if like there's some sort of like paranormal stuff going on or, or like supernatural, you know, like he, he's become invisible because of some potion or, or magic spell mm-hmm. or when he's like lifting guys up and beating the shit out of them with his bare hands you can kind of go ah, you know, yeah because it's like you're suspending your disbelief that he's some genius who's created an invisible suit he's also like a mad hard as fuck like mixed martial arts <laughs> yeah so it's, yeah that is a bit of a swallow yeah because if it was yeah. just like 
blunt force, like people were just going bang in the face or something like that. But it's literally mm-hmm. like people are standing there, their legs are breaking, then they're getting punched four times in the face. And I'm like, it's a bit daft. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I enjoyed it anyway. I'd recommend it if people haven't seen it yet. And I've just spoiled yeah, the fucking just... ending for you. I'm sorry. But it's been <laughs> well, out oh, It's been out since February. So. Should have watched it by now. Yeah. Um, what's your next one? Yeah, I'm trying to think of an actual fucking new film that's come out this year. Um, so it might not like old films. Oh, well, uh, I'll talk about Bill and Ted first. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. yeah, not bad. I think it's a film that should have been made like 10 years ago, to be honest. Yeah. And it would have worked better. They have been talking uh, about it for a while. It's one of those sequels that everyone thought was never going to freaking happen. But Yeah, and it's like mad that it kind of did happen now and weird. Um mm. It it its head was in the right place, and and it was it was like a decent enough storyline, and I liked that the daughters were in it and stuff. Mm. If anything, I think my criticism of the film is like the daughters weren't in it enough. Yeah, randomly, it like it wasn't brave enough to just focus on the daughters, and to to the point where there's a without going to to into it, with you not saying it, but there's a bit towards the end where the like the daughters have to like go off on an adventure to mm-hmm. like to save the day but you don't see the adventure they just go off yeah. so you're like that's weird it feels like there's a 15 minute at least bit of the film cut out yeah where they're like they go away and then they come back later in the film and they're like yeah we've been and rectified that situation awesome and play the guitar and all the rest yeah. but you're like that's weird like it definitely feels like something was cut out um, and then the same thing happens with the the wives, you know, like the princesses. Yeah, they're in it, and like they have to go off and do something. I think they, they steal the telephone booth or something, and they go off, and then they come back, and and it's mentioned that they've done something, uh, but you don't see it happening. It's like yeah, it feels like a deleted scene. That mm. very strange. Um, but not to be too down on it but like Keanu Reeves is fucking dialing it in like it's weird it's like he struggled to recapture the essence of that character yeah something. I thought that even just from the trailers it just seemed like he was just being Keanu Reeves but saying whoa a couple of times yeah. it was weird yeah it's like he's been a serious actor for too long or something some fucking John Wick films have done him in man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like when are we doing the gun scene and stuff and they're like yeah. no no Keanu it's, it's a light hearted comedy right <laughs> Is this, the scene, is this the scene where I shoot Bill in the face? Because <laughs> he is kind of just very John Wick-esque. <laughs> like, but just kind of look... And it's it's an interesting story that, like, obviously that they've grown up. So in some ways it's bad and in some ways it's good. Like, you know, they've, they've both gotten married and gotten, like, a sensible nine-till-five job and mm. they kind of hate their lives now. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, did I want to say that? <laughs> <laughs> like if you took me back to like when I first saw Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure like if you took me aside and said oh in like 20 odd years they're going to make a film where like they're all old and fucking failed and they hate themselves do you want to see that film? Like, no! no. <laughs> it's so weird like are they going to do a Turtles movie eventually like that where they're like middle aged and, and like they're too old to be ninjas and stuff yeah probably <laughs> I was going to say, well, you go, when you go back in time and tell yourself that, you go, oh, no, it's all right, though. You get another one in a couple of years where they, like, die and go to hell and they're friends with a grim reaper and you're just like, what? <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's never, it's never like, took the, the safe and easy option, has it? Certainly hasn't, no. <laughs> yeah, it's worth a watch, though. No, I'll definitely um, watch it, yeah, because I love the first two, yeah. so. Yeah, and it, it does some nice things and there's some nice callbacks and stuff. Uh, 
So yeah, it's just mm. mad that we've got that film. I guess it is yeah. pretty mad. Just funny Especially that this, it, yeah. it comes out in a year where like they couldn't release it properly and shit. <laughs> yeah, mm. so they just had to sneak it out. Yeah. Uh, next on Borat. Borat mm. sub- subsequent movie yeah. film. Did you ever finish it? I did not. <laughs> he couldn't get through it, folks. He I was, was he was like, cringing oh. too hard. <laughs> I think I like I only made it shortly past that scene where they go to the ball dance. Yeah. And stuff, and I was yeah. just like... Yeah, oh, I, can, I can see why you stopped it there. <laughs> yeah. It's not my cringe humour, it's not my thing. I thought, yeah. I thought it was funny, though. It, yeah. had its, it certainly had its moments where it really made us laugh. It wasn't mm-hmm. as, as cringy as the first one, because mm-hmm. I think he can't get away with it. That's, yeah, that's why mm-hmm. throughout more, all the film he's wearing disguises, because everyone fucking knows who Borat is, so... Yeah, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Um, like, people dressing up as him for Halloween yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, for like ten years, he's just been a constant, like, everyone does the impression. Well, not so much now. Well, more so now, I guess, but there was a period yeah. where, like, people just did the impression constantly. But mm-hmm. the, the actress who plays the daughter is really good in it. Like, she's fucking so brave and just gung-ho for everything, it seems, so... Yeah, was she, like... Can basically like an unknown. Yeah, yeah. Like like just a hire for that movie, basically. Yeah, yeah. They, they said that audition like eight hundred people or something like that, just from mm. all over the place. They needed an unknown so she wouldn't be recognised and stuff. So yeah, yeah. It's mm. pretty mad that. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, I, I I could see that from like because I mean I watched over half of it. But I could see that like she she's like a really strong element in the movie and stuff and yeah. kind of takes over really for the for a big chunk of the movie it's a shame because her best stuff like at the second half of the film i would say probably yeah, she gets I the could, she like splits off from him does her own thing so i can i could obviously i could see where the film was going and stuff yeah like have a more emotional sort of ending it does like, have a really a really sweet ending as well like i was mm-hmm. surprised how much i was like oh in a fucking <laughs> borat film <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i think i enjoyed it it was quite good yeah yeah, it's, it's the same with the first one. It's, I don't know, it's, it's difficult. I, like, I just feel embarrassed for the film and I, I just find myself not enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I like I love, like, Brass Eye and stuff like that, but mm. I think it's a, it's there's a certain level that, like, <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen goes in at that I just can't sort of tolerate. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because it, like, it, oh. like, it lingers on the embarrassment too long, I think. Yeah. <laughs> with Brass Eye, it's like, oh, that was embarrassing, and it's gone. It, it, it ends, yeah. it cuts, but with this, it's yeah. like... A five-minute scene of someone just in a really awkward situation. Repeatedly making a fucking arse of themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, any more? I've got two, and they're just Netflix documentaries. So, um, so I, I rewatched the remake of The Witches. Oh God, hi. Um, a film. You that- rewatched it. Uh, sorry, I watched it. I was going to say, you watched it twice. <laughs> I, I got I got the re in there too many times. Um, <laughs> I watched the remake of The Witches. I actually watched... Uh, did I watch it before or after? I can't remember. But I also... I, I think what I was thinking there is I re-watched the original as well, The Witches. Oh, yeah. yeah. With um, Angela... Angelica Houston. Angelica Houston. Yeah, and I really enjoyed the first one, the, the original. Oh, it's uh, still it's really, it's still a fucked up, scary kids movie. Yeah, yeah, well, classic. Uh, it holds up today. Like, it's one of those classic examples of like, what the fuck were they thinking? Because what's the point in remaking it? I know. Like, The Witcher still works today. You just chuck it on. It hasn't really aged. No. They're not talking about something like super dated or anything. No. Um, it's just like a family go on, uh, a, a, a kid and his auntie go, or gran or whatever, go on holiday. And it, yeah, it's kind of timeless, the story. The really. effects so, are still really good. Yeah, yeah, probably better, to be honest. Yeah, well, I haven't seen much of that new one, but God. 
Exactly. Yeah, just needless CGI. Like, she turns into a big fucking snake monster or something, but yeah. it looks shit. And, um, yeah, it, it, did you see all the, the weird negative press that they got about disabilities and stuff? No. As well, though, the, the, the witches. Because... In the movie, um, she, she like she wears gloves when she, the the main witch. Um, she wears gloves whenever she's like in public, mm-hmm. and she takes her gloves off, and she's got like three fingers, like mm. like big long witchy sort of fingers, yeah, uh, bony and all the rest. Um, but um, yeah, she, those loads of like oh, the portraying like having a disability as being a negative thing, basically, mm. <laughs> which is like kind of weird that they picked up on that. Yeah, people were just saying like, "Oh, it's such a stereotype that like, because she's got, she's only got three fingers, she's evil or something." No, that she's evil because she's a witch. <laughs> it's really weird that people picked up on that, but it was yeah. to the point where like Anne Hathaway had, a, I think she like put out an apology or something and said, "Oh, she's really sorry and she didn't want to like portray disability as being a negative thing and stuff." It was like, what a weird thing to pick up on. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah, just people being fucking overly sensitive. Like, there's, a, there's a time when, like, you know, yeah, like, point things out, but that just seems a bit... It's the fucking witches, for God's sake. She's a witch. That's what witches look like. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Mm, just because I had three fingers, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, strange. But those are the strange things going on about it. Like, the... Um, the, res- the Obviously, the the change, like, where it's located and stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, the, in the original, it's like you know, down south, it's like Devon or somewhere. Or, somewhere like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so in this one, it like it starts in like, I'm tempted to say somewhere like Mississippi or something. Mm. It's like a, a, like a poor black family oh, right. that like live in the middle of nowhere and stuff. Um, and maybe it's in the 60s or something from memory. Oh. Um, the young girl sees the witch and then it flash forwards to like current day and she's like narrating the film basically as a model or something Um, but that's like so the the main characters are like a a young black family or or the kid is a young black lad and stuff Um, so it's just interesting that they're like they're like recast the the characters and stuff and like give it like a I want to say like a sort of black twist to it but you know like the there's themes going on and stuff about like I think they, they touch on like voodooism and stuff and oh, right. things that rather than it just being straight out witchcraft, yeah, it's yeah. it's like um, like black magic type stuff going oh, on right. in the film. Yeah, so some of that stuff was interesting. Well, yeah, at least try to be different with it. Yeah, yeah try to tell their own story and stuff. But uh, overall, though, it's just like yeah, point what's the fucking point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like oh, let's let's remake Rocky. Ooh, you know, like well, what's the point? Because yeah. fucking Rocky. You yeah, know, it's good. It's one yeah. of them type situations. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's never going to stop them. The amount of shit they've remade and no. remaking. So true. Yeah, they're going to just keep churning them out. Yeah. Uh, the next one I had was that American murder documentary that went up on Netflix a couple of months ago. You watched that, didn't you? Was that the am I right think the one with the family? The yeah, where the the yeah, yeah, where like the wife goes missing and stuff. Yeah, that was uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, to be fair, it's again something that I just never heard of. No, I think like yeah. at the time in America it was a big thing, but like yeah. not over here. Well, I didn't know anything about it, so I was saying on the edge of the going, "How is this going to end? How I think it's going to end, or yeah. is this going to be some other mad revelation?" But if you haven't watched it yet, folks, and you haven't had it, like it, you know, spoilt for you, I guess, then mm. give it a watch. American Murder, it's called, it's really good. Mm. Yeah, really fascinating. Mm. Like, yeah, and grim, some grim. I mean, there's one particular bit towards like you know the the end when you're talking about the actual murder of the kids and stuff yeah god hi. i say what else i know 
And the, I mean, the last one was just that new Yorkshire Ripper doc that went up about a week or two ago, which was yeah. multi part and I really enjoyed that as well, because like I was saying, it's one of those things where most people in this country know about the Yorkshire Ripper, but not the facts and the details and stuff, so that's what was most interesting about it anyway. Yeah, it's kind of like our own uh, our own version of like the big murder at the time and stuff. Because mm. like, I didn't really clock on that, like, yeah, of course, around that time, there kind of wasn't such a thing as... Like, that's when the serial killers started, like, yeah. early 70s, wasn't it, really? So yeah, yeah. it was still a new thing to place, and they were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> or at least uh, they were being detected at that point. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like yeah. I've said here before, like, God, Im- imagine the amount of mad serial killers that have just gone undetected. Oh yeah. yeah, throughout history, mm-hmm. probably all all the like tramps that go missing, all the prostitutes that get murdered, all mm-hmm. the young kids that go missing that are on yeah. the side of milk cartons in America yep. and stuff. I know. Yeah. Fucking hell, there must be so many like prolific serial killers that just just never got picked up on. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. eventually probably retired on a sit in a retirement home now with some sweet old man thinking, yeah, I've fucking killed forty children. Yeah, I killed eighty five people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like God mad. Um, but yeah, it's really fascinating. Like, obviously, the, all the police bungling it and stuff. Yeah, God, that? I know. Yeah, God, that like, fucking. I can't remember who he is, but the guy who's like, when they finally catch him and he's at the press conference, he's like, delightful. Yes, delightful. Mm. He seems like such a smug fucker. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's funny that like even because they the, the do talk about like the mistakes that were made uh, during the like Ripper inquiry, like in basic training for the police, like mm-hmm. even now, yeah. About like, don't don't allow yourself to be prejudiced by like your assumptions and and like make make your investigation fit what you want it to. Which yeah, is kind of what they were doing. Or like, mm-hmm. oh, he's a prostitute murderer. They were just trying to make it easy for themselves, but like just backing themselves into a corner. It made no fucking sense. Yeah, yeah. And they were saying the fucking. I just imagine that guy who was pretending to be the Ripper from Sunderland, he's just watching it now on Netflix again. Fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a mad weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, just going around town to town with a big tannoy playing his voice in the middle of market squares and supermarkets yeah. and stuff. And Stopping same. like women in the street and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's well worth the watch, though, for any American listeners who aren't too familiar with the case. and. Mm. That's it, I didn't realise it went on for like over nearly five years. I was like, Christ, I thought it was like a year or something. Yeah, no, no, it's like terrorised women for like half a decade. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, So I guess you've got Wonder Woman 1984 to talk about. Yeah, Even a, few, a few things. I already got the full in-depth review the other night. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of shit. I mean, I'll briefly touch on Tenet first. Oh yeah, we're going to piss people um, off now. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I only watched, like, dis- disclaimer, I watched, like, the first 15, 20 minutes or something of, of that. Was it like, was it like Borat, you were just cringing too much? <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop because of all the cringe. <laughs> I felt embarrassed for the movie. Um, <laughs> fucking hell, how can anyone get enjoyment out of that film, though? It's ridiculous. Um, maybe it's like, after I stopped watching it, it just became amazing. Yeah, you, you stopped at the um, wrong point. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just like... Scene, 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 scene. Like, two-minute scenes, const- it felt like, anyway, like, lined up really quickly. Loads of fast dialogue, loads of fast, like, information dump. Just information, information, information. Um, I've heard it's quite a mumbly film. Like, people have to yeah, watch it with subtitles on and shit. Yeah, like, stuff like where you're like, I, I don't even, I didn't even catch what they said there. Mm. 
like that you're just whizzing through like that's not a good fucking film man you shouldn't have to watch a film twice to, no. to get I mean it's always good when you, you can watch a film twice to get the full enjoyment out yeah. of it of course because you know there's always stuff in films where you go oh, I didn't notice that the first time yeah or things have a different feel when you know how it, where it's going to end up the second yeah. time and stuff Yeah, but to have to watch a, a film twice just to grasp the core fundamentals of the movie because it's moving too fast and it's not delivering the story correctly and mumbling its way through and that. yeah um, yeah, I just wasn't willing to give give any time to it, to be honest. Like, you know, however long it, it is, I'm assuming it's like two hours, 40 minutes or something. Probably, yeah. Um, but, you know, like, the fact that, like, Michael Caine turns up in it early on and, and I just can't take the bloke seriously anymore, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, he's like Yeah, he's a parody of himself now. Yeah. Um, and as I was saying to you, like, his character, at least I think, unless I misheard, but I'm pretty sure his character is just called uh, Sir M., <laughs> so like he's just playing himself basically <laughs> and yeah and he just turns up and he's all like what you want to do and stuff and it's just like oh fuck off he's just yeah. like Alfred basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think now like no one wants Michael Caine to like try something else it's just like just do your normal voice everyone wants to hear Michael Caine yeah like like wh- he, he comes on set and he's like I want to explore doing like a bit of a a bit of an Irish accent here and they're like no no oh, whoa no, no. <laughs> it's not what we're paying you for Michael <laughs> Just, just do Michael Caine. Um, Fuck you know. <laughs> when I was in Burma, tangerines, um, tangerines. So yeah, fucking. I doubt I'll rewatch that film again. Um, or, or try and watch it. I should say. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I tried to watch uh, Inception again recently, um, and I remember like struggling through it the first time. Mm. But, you know, I was like, no, I keep watching it. But then I thought, thinking back to that movie, I was like, oh, was I too hard on it? I'll watch it again. Mm. But, like, 20 minutes in, I was just like, same sort of feeling. I was like, oh, fuck off, man. Yeah. Just guys in suits stood about talking. Yeah, that's, that's that's why I never bother with them. They just always look dull as fuck. <laughs> yeah, and like, everything's moving too fast, breakneck speed and stuff. And it's weird. It, I, I don't know, it's hard to explain. I, it's almost like, it, it makes it sound like I'm the dumb one, because I'm like, it was too complicated and it was moving too quick. But mm. it's, it's not that, it's just like... No, because there's a way to tell a complex story that's engaging. Like, it makes you want to keep yeah. watching to see what's going to happen. But to be fair, you're not alone, though. There's a lot of people reviewing it that think the same way, that, like, yeah. it was too fucking confusing, mumbly as fuck, people say, yeah. like, the sound's terrible. And I can imagine that was being worse in, in a big screen, so... Yeah, yeah, imagine in a cinema, Christ almighty. Yeah, it's hard enough yeah. with, like, films with perfectly pronunciated words sometimes in cinema when it's like yeah. that fucking loud but it's just like I don't know well they're just like lavishly shown off all the locations because like the films like the the 20 minutes that I watched there must have been 10 10 to 12 like locations mm. in the first 20 minutes it's like it's somewhere in Germany somewhere at like a big like stadium there's a bit where he's on like uh, train or something there's a bit where he's in london at a restaurant there's a bit where he's outside of school there's a bit where he lives on like a, a he's in a wind farm or something mm. there's a bit where he goes to a restaurant with michael kane it's just like it's ridiculous just fucking scene 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 yeah. and he's just like oh you haven't got time to like get to grips with anything yeah oh yeah shite yeah. <laughs> 20 oh, minutes shit. 20 minutes of it anyway <laughs> 20 minutes of it um, you never know I might get drunk one night and you probably stumble through the rest of the movie yeah you probably will <laughs> have a double bill um, with Man of Steel or something <laughs> yeah 
Um, so yeah, uh, and uh, segueing onto uh, from Man of Steel, uh, DC foot movies, Wonder Woman. Mm. Yeah, it's, I mean it's it's getting a lot of negative press, I guess. Yeah, um, I've seen some like halfway positive reviews. Yeah, I've seen a it. few. Yes, um, but overall, I think what the fuck, like <laughs> what a mess that movie is. Um, like the core message of the movie seems to be. You've got to be pretty and sexy to be worth something. Mm. It's kind of like because the, the Kristen Wiig's character's like she's like a very, I guess, foolishly they've gone for like an eight year an eighties trope of like the nerdy girl with glasses and and the bad hair and the jumpers. Someone posted a great montage the other day saying like, "Why the fuck is this a staple of superhero movies?" It was her. Jamie mm. Foxx and Spider-Man, Guy Pearce and Iron Man 3, Yeah, Jim yeah. Carrey is the written, and Batman Forever. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, like nerdy people that become g- cool and strong or smart, but and then evil. they become bad guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. evil is so strange. Um, but yeah, it's just, what a weird message that, like, she's, she's like... She, she takes off her glasses and starts dressing sexy, and because of that, she's a better person. It's kind of, although I mean, obviously, ultimately, they're kind of not saying that because she's yeah, because just the villain. villain, yeah. But yeah. it's just a, I've never really liked that. Even when, especially when it's done positively, like we were saying the other night, the worst part of the Breakfast Club was where the fuck up Ali Sheedy. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. And now, and now he suddenly fancies them all. I'm like, oh, fuck. I yeah. know that. Yeah, that's the eighties, so it's kind of like that was fucking what yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, then. it's a trope, I guess, but like. I think them leaning into that trope is kind of... It's a, it was a negative trope, and they shouldn't have leaned into it, mm. really, for the movie. They should have, like, tried to do something different with it. But, like, there's other stuff going on, like, Wonder Woman, like, wishes back the love of her life accidentally, because she doesn't know. She, she, she picks up this rock, and, like, so it, it's... It has like writing on it saying like, "Oh, wish wish for something and it'll come true." And she's like, mm, "If only that was true, because I know what I would wish for." Mm. And then like later on in the film, she's like, "Fuck, it was actually like a real thing." Um, but it's, like, a good, it's a good job that was the first thing that went through her head. She wasn't just <laughs> I like, know. "Oh, I, could, I love it, love a kebab." <laughs> yeah, or she, she just pulls a rain, accidentally wishes for the marshmallow man or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Just there's just a giant like praying mantis attacks New York or something. It's <laughs> um, like fuck. Um, yeah, like I know I've seen this criticism in the media, and I, I totally agree with it. Like, so the, the the Wonder Woman message of the movie is like she needs a man in her life to be worth anything. Yeah, that's the main complaint. I kept saying I was like, oh Which, god, because <laughs> she repeatedly sort of says that in the movie. She kind of says like, oh, I'll never love again, and I'm incomplete, and it's like what a weird sort of angle to go at. Yeah. Um, but then, like, there's another weird aspect of it where it's, they have, like... It, I mean, f- it's a fucking wishing stone, so why didn't they just have him just come back to life and be back? Mm. Instead, they put this weird angle on where he's back, but only in a spiritual way. His, like, consciousness comes back and, like, is in somebody else's body. Yeah. So, like I said the other day, like, it's basically a quantum leap. Yeah. Like, he looks like somebody else, and when he looks in a mirror, he sees somebody else, but he's, like, he's the same character from and, the, the first movie. And they didn't take the opportunity to have him look in the mirror and say, oh, boy. Yeah. No, what, what a waste. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, but, like, and I, I hadn't really thought of this angle, but I've, I've seen, like, some people talking about it, like, you know, th- this poor guy, because it's a real person that he inhabits, he, mm-hmm. like, he, over t- he takes over his, like, body for, like, the movie, Um but they're like, you know, they're, they're living in his flat, they're like 
there's a whole which you've probably seen in the trailer like a montage where he's trying on clothes and stuff mm. but they're all like this guy's clothes and they're like laughing at the clothes and stuff and <coughs> making fun of this man's life basically <laughs> and like there's a there's a love scene so like like Wonder Woman like sleeps with this guy so and some people are saying like did Wonder Woman just rape a dude <laughs> pretty much because <laughs> he didn't consent to, to that <laughs> sex stuff <laughs> like what a weird sort of thing it just sounds like a weird, in general, a weird avenue to go down for, like, the second Wonder Woman movie. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. And, like, the stuff with it with Cheetah, like, because Kristen Wiig's, like, oh, I want to be more like, her wish is, like, I want to be more like like Diana uh, Prince. Uh, Diana Prince, yeah. Yeah. Um, and unknowingly, that, that also entails, like, having her powers and stuff. So she starts becoming, like, strong and stuff. And, yeah. And she, you know, she's... She starts wearing like tighter clothes, and she's got like mascara on, and but that's the extent of of her progression, really. She's she's just like strong and stuff and sexy, um, but then like the third act of the movie, like uh, the, the the main villain, he's like, oh, don't you want more power? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll have more power, please. <laughs> and then the next time you see her, she's just a fucking cat woman. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, why couldn't she just be more powerful, but in her current form? Why did she have to be, like, a fucking Catwoman? She's just like, fuck, so I wish you didn't say that about this. But it's just because they wanted to shoot a horn in, uh, you know, a character from yeah. Wonder Woman's, like, comic books, the uh, Cheetah, or mm. Chitara, or whatever the character's called. But I can only imagine that must piss off, like, Wonder Woman-like hardcore fans. Most likely, you know, yeah. Kind of like the whole Mandarin... Iron Man yeah, yeah where they're like they include the character but then they give him like a, a different backstory bit of, a, bit of a twist yeah yeah. Um, so yeah what fucking weird disastrous film like bad CGI two and a half hours long um, <laughs> weird core themes about the movie it's just nothing's right about it basically yeah I said he like the main villain. He like he he finds a way to like grant everyone in the world a wish simultaneously in order to like give them superpowers. Yeah, you can renounce your wish just by saying it out loud. Like, oh, I renounce that wish. So like Wonder Woman, like I can't remember, but she like appeals to the entire world for everyone to renounce the wishes so that it like takes all the powers away from the villain and fixes the whole situation. But it, it's, I'm sure from memory it seems to imply that for, for, order for in order for it to work, everyone has to renounce their wish worldwide. <laughs> it's just this one stubborn guy like, no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I, I wished for burgers for life out of thin air and I'm fucking keeping it. <laughs> I'm fucking having the time of my life here, love. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like, I just, oh, come on, man. It's fucking, not even one guy, it would be like half the population would yeah, yield to their wish. The amount of people like, that wish nope. to be billionaires would be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't care. Uh, yeah, so yeah, piss, piss poor movie. Like, yeah. like I was saying to you, that bit where like he wants oil, but yeah. like he has to. I would say, I'd say, just write down on a piece of paper. I want you to have all the oil and give it to someone and go read this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's easily yeah. fucking doable. But he's like, Stand damn it, I'll just take your fucking soldiers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, fucking strange. There's yeah. just so many times in that movie where like, but why? And wouldn't you do this? And it's very strange. I mean, obviously, I, I also roll my eyes at some of the stories I've seen recently where people are like, because what's she called? Like Patsy or something, their director. She's, um, Patty uh, Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. I've seen stuff now where people are like, oh, Patty Jenkins should be fired from like, is she doing like a Star Wars movie or a TV series or something? Um, 
I'm not sure. She does have I'm something lined up quite big. I can't remember where it is, though. I think, and I'm sure her name's been connected to Star Wars. Like, whether she's doing a film or something. Um, people on Twitter are like, oh, she should be fired from that. And it's like, oh, come on. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's probably not fully to blame as well for it, like, to be but fair. No, of course. These films are made by committee, man. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless you're Last Jedi. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's doing... Um, I just remember, she's doing Rogue Squadron movie. Oh, That's is that? Doing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's doing the Rogue Squadron movie. So, yeah, people are like, fucking she should be killed! And stuff. And it's like, <laughs> all right, relax, she made a shit movie. Like, <laughs> fucking, let's not, let, let's put the, the pitchforks down, folks. Yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, come on, the first Wonder Woman was good. <laughs> yeah, certainly, yeah. Like, no doubt this film was probably just plagued by, like, some guy saying they want a giant spider in it and stuff. Yeah, of course. Type, yeah. type shit, you know what I mean? That seems to the... I think that guy, like the giant spider guy, must be still working at Warner Brothers somehow. Because <laughs> all these DC movies have got something in them where you're just like, fucking what? Yeah, exactly. Like, who thought that was a good yeah. idea? Fucking CGI's mustache off. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> oh, God. Basically. It's funny that they went all that effort and didn't just wait, and it was still didn't matter. It just ended up being a shit film anyway. <laughs> yeah. And now they're just fucking doing it again. <laughs> oh, we'll have a second go. Yeah. So is that everything yeah. then? Well, I'm trying to think. Well, I watched um, Soul as well. Oh yeah, that um, just came out, didn't it? On Disney Plus, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, it's good, really, really good. I, I mean, whether I wasn't in the right mood, because um, like, I've seen reviews of people saying like I couldn't stop crying after watching it and stuff. Yeah, and a lot of people like, I've seen on Twitter got right emotional at it. Yeah. I was like, oh, stranger. It barely elicited anything from I me. felt nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> But maybe I just I was I was ultra tired that day to be fair. Yeah. I, I like I was doing this I mean I still am in a in a way I'm doing the strange thing where like I sleep for like an hour and a half and then wake up for four hours and then sleep for an hour and a half. <laughs> I'm just imagining so. like the end you get the end Stacey's like quietly weeping and you just look at it and go, I understand now why you cry <laughs> But it is something I can never do <laughs> Basically <laughs> I'm basically like fucking like you've not seen Joker, have you? Actually, no. There's a whole scene in Joker where he like goes to a comedy club and he's like, he's laughing, but it's like a second behind everyone else laughing because and he's only laughing because everyone else is laughing. Mm. So he's like he's writing the jokes down, trying to teach himself how to be funny, but then yeah. he's like, he's just laughing because that's what people are doing. <laughs> so yeah, like, means like that's what I'm like sometimes with stuff like that. <laughs> but no, it's a very good film. Typical Pixar, basically. It's like, it's almost like not a kids' film, almost. Mm. If you know what I mean? It like it straddles that line of like, like a ten-year-old could watch it and like a forty-year-old could watch it, like no yeah. problem, and get the same level of enjoyment out of it. Yeah, that's yeah. that can usually apply to a lot of them. But I guess this one, it's like it's an adult is the main character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's probably it, yeah, it's, it's like loads straddling the line. Yeah, I guess it's it's probably more relatable to adults. To mm. be honest, like the whole like life and death and what you've done with your life and stuff. Like yeah. I suppose kids aren't going to relate to that. Like no, to be fair. Yeah, I will give it a watch because I always like to check them out. I mean, you know. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I think uh, I think you yeah you definitely enjoy it. Like mm. yeah. Is that um, everything for films? <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. I've skimmed over a few of them, like, but yeah. uh, I, you know, don't want to talk about every single thing. Um, like the first <laughs> ten minutes of Bad Boys that I watched, <laughs> Bad Boys Three, fucking yeah. Back in the Habit, or whatever it's called, <laughs> Bloodlines, <laughs> <laughs> Bloodlines, probably Bloodlines. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah well, I was just like, 
Oh, fuck, that's funny. I've still never seen Bad Boys 2. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember, I remember like, really enjoying it, but, I rec- again, I recently watched, like, the first 20 minutes of that and was like, did I, like, watch a different version of this <laughs> Did I just watch the first one again? <laughs> I've, I've, I've misremembered this film completely. Bad Boys mm. 2 is one of those films that, like, in some circles, is heralded as, like, one of the best action movies of, like, the past 20 years. And I'm always mm. like, really? Then it makes yeah. us want to watch it, then I forget. <laughs> yeah. Because mm. I, re- I remember when first one came out, I loved the first one. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's just, like, good energy and stuff, Will Smith and that. Yeah. And, yeah. For a while, it was yeah. probably, like, the last big buddy cop movie, mm-hmm. wasn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely. It, it makes like it makes us fear for like films like a Lethal Weapon sequel and things like that though. When you watch like the Bad Boys three movie, yeah, just keep Michael Bay away from it. It'll be alright. <laughs> yeah. I just think you know when you see these guys returning and they're they're a bit older and stuff and mm. and the, and they lean too heavily in, on the old jokes and stuff and and I, I kind of know Lethal Weapon will do that like too much. Well, like, they're, that's they're, my I mean, their tagline is literally "I'm too old for this shit." Well, it is him, yeah. But I just, I, I mean, they kind of touched on it in Lethal Weapon Four, did the, the the age thing and stuff. But I just yeah. worry that straight away out the gate, they'll just be all like, "Oh, I'll be back." And it'll stuff, be, and it'll like, be like fade in on a retirement home. And just, and like, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in hospital beds, dying of cancer and stuff. <laughs> they've got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the so. fuck? <laughs> Like, I don't want to see this, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, so I think that's it. Then I was going to go into, like, Cobra Kai Mandalorian, but, like, we could probably do a whole fucking show on them, so... Yeah, yeah we'll just, just we'll just hold off and do, like, some TV stuff on another show? Yeah, let's do that, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Seeing as this is, like, an hour and a half anyway, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's be enough, and then we'll probably do an hour on fucking those two, so... Yeah. So, yeah, is there, any, what's, what's, is there anything, like... I guess there's Coming to America 2 for next year. There'll be Cobra Kai on the 1st, Cobra Kai mm. Season 3. I'm just thinking mm. of shit like, to look forward to next year. That like The Batman, I guess, that's coming yeah. out. Yeah. Well, what, what I would say, and like, I did actually want to mention and talk about, like, I know like this year has been really bad for Hollywood and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, financially and things, but I, I reckon in some ways I'm, I'm hopeful that this this whole situation will finally break the trend of people just spending like 250 million yeah, on a fucking hoping. bullshit movie hopefully yeah cause, i'm yeah. hoping now people are like going to be more like conservative mm. with the movies and like we'll, we'll get some actual fucking entertaining movies because what this has proven is that you never know what the fuck's going to happen it's just yeah. hollywood fans just be like yeah we're fucking there's fucking 400 million and it's like fuck's yeah. sake man it's a waste of money <laughs> cuz i always say like i mean cuz like Wonder Woman, I'm pretty sure, was about that mark as well. Probably, 250. yeah. Like Wonder Woman 84 was about 250 um, million. Mm-hmm. And, like, half of it is because of fucking lazy film. Like, they'll film it and film, like, 60% of the movie and go, eh, it's not working, and then they'll start again mm-hmm. and stuff, which I think is a fucking terrible way of making a film. Like, yeah. write it down, make sure you know what you, you've got and yeah, what you want to make, and then fucking Be fucking, fucking make committed it. to what you want to yeah. make. Like, the solo thing was ridiculous. Yeah, like, that... For the past, like, five years, that was becoming, like, a total trend. Like, they would make off the film, fire the director, and start again. Yeah. And it's like, there's fucking people starving in the world, man. I know. waste of money. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But then on the flip side of it, I always say, like, my theory for these movies as well is, like, they've got, like, fucking caviar and quail's eggs and stuff, and, like, sausage rolls that are imported from, like, the the fucking rarest, like, pork meat ever in the world and stuff. (laughs) Just mad budgets that get that spiral out of control for these movies. Yeah. Where, like, instead of buying, like, a pair of jeans for extras, they're buying, like, fucking 
Gucci jeans or something, yeah. like the, the best shit ever they can get for yeah, everything. The thing that, that always fucks me off with money is the Oscars, where everyone that goes gets a fucking gift bag worth 10 yeah, grand. Yeah, stuff like that. That's what I mean, like, unnecessary expenditure. Mm-hmm. Like, God, it must be such a nightmare to make these movies. Like, you must be like, oh, I'll, as a director, you must be like, you know what, I think that chair might be better off over there, I'll just go move it. Whoa, whoa, what are you doing? The, the, you've got to get the chair-moving supervisor in <laughs> to do that. You know what I mean? Because like, you see the credits on films, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> How many people were involved in making this film? It's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, my hope for 2020, and going into 2021, is like after the situation, people are just like, Big studios aren't willing to just drop two hundred and fifty million on the daft movie. I think at best for a year or two you'll get studios because of the amount of money they've lost this year, mm. you'll get them holding back a bit and doing smaller yeah. films maybe. And then as soon as everything gets back to quote unquote normal, they'll just yeah. fucking do the do the three hundred million blockbuster yeah. stuff again. Yeah. yeah. CGI and bloody people's clothes onto them and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. Just, just think of all the money they must spend on fucking prawns for Brett Ratner. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's another and, big expense. And lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that wrap about wraps it up, folks. I um, hope you all had a nice Christmas, considering the circumstance. I don't know when this is going. I don't know when I'll get this up. So it's either twenty twenty one now, or it's the twenty thirtieth, thirty first. So mm, have yeah. a happy New Year, or I hope you have a nice New Year's Eve and all that jazz. Yes, all the best. Yes. All the best, folks. Catch you in um, the future, where hopefully things won't be shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be so in fine tubes and stuff. And yeah, fine cars ho- and maybe the hoverboard will come out next year to make up for all this shit. You never know. <laughs> or like sex droids like Blade Runner. You know. Something well, that's, like, that's something like that. For. Yeah, something like that. Something cool. <laughs> Holodecks, where we can recreate our favourite uh, historical moments. Or, yes. yeah. Just have sex in them. Yeah, probably. Which, that's all. Which that's would it. actually be the use of holodecks. Yeah, that's all people would use it for. Yeah, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm getting one. <laughs> <laughs> right, bye, folks. See you doing the pit. See you the hip. Bye. Hi, I'm Stacey with Aness, the director of operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash Wafu FM. Thanks for listening. Yeah.